Welcome everyone to podcast episode number 85 of Calling the Power Ring. I'm your co-host Matt Turner. With me as always, my good buddy, my other co-host, my tag partner, the one and the only Captain America himself, Ooh. Andy Hedder. Andy Hedder, how are we doing on this How's it going? beautiful uh, day we're having today? Yeah, yeah, because it's supposed to be snow tomorrow on Saturday the 18th. I know we're on a show and it's can- got canceled, which makes sense because uh, you don't want people coming. You know, four people come or people try to come and then they wreck, you know, why not just post postpone the show? So I think it's moved to February 15th, right? Something like that? Yeah. Yeah. So that's uh, Backbreakers. So, so no show Mayfield because that, for people that don't know where Mayfield is, it's up in the mountains. It's in a valley, but still, like, it's kind of hard to get to, especially if it, there's several inches of snow. Plus, it's always worse up in northeastern Pennsylvania. Yeah, I think they're saying like two to four inches start can start anywhere between eleven and twelve o'clock. So we shall see. Yeah, I mean that's just a, what a hassle. If you don't have to put up with it, then why? So I don't, I don't blame them. Why the wrestle? Sure you know, I don't want to wreck my car. <laughs> so I do have to ask you: Did you get a chance? I mean, I guess we'll go right into the Wednesday night stuff because I did not finish watching the Wednesday night stuff. Did you get a chance to watch both shows? I did, but I have a problem. So I watch. NXT on uh, Hulu because they put it up like at, at midnight that day, right? Whereas the network doesn't put it up till eight p.m. You know, right. uh, Thursday. So, but they edit it down. I don't understand why they edit it. Like, is it to save space in the in the Hulu hard drive? I'm sure they they're not hurting for space. So, like the first match, uh, Matt Riddle and, and Pete Dunne, like it goes to commercial, right? And then when it comes back, the crowd's chanting, "This is awesome!" Like for me, because the commercial it goes, but like it comes right back. You know, they edit it out. And then they're saying, this is awesome. I'm like, what? That, what happened during that commercial? And then the match. Oh, ends. no, they had a really good commercial. They were saying, this is awesome for the commercial. Oh, see, that's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you missed because that was a fat. Yeah, was a so that match, match on Hulu was about five minutes total. Oh, I <laughs> yeah. think it was maybe about 14 or 15. Yeah, and, and I was like, this, something got to be missing because, like, the guy tags in, they go to commercial, then their guy's in, and they're chanting, this is awesome. I'm like, what the hell happened in, in 30 seconds? And then, like, yeah. they, they totally edit the Cruiserweight three-way out of it. And then they edit it down um, the other tag team match. The time splitters match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, why are they edit it? But then the whole battle was, so I've seen all that. So, like, I'm not even going to bother with the Hulu NXT anymore. I'll just wait until 8 p.m. on uh, Thursday and watch it on the network. Because, man, I don't want the matches shortened. Like, I don't care if you cut out entrances and backstage stuff. But don't shorten the matches. But uh, I did see all of AEW, and then I seen, like, Half of NXT because they edited it down from two hours to fifty minutes. Now this is what I want to ask you, and then I'll I, then we'll kind of backtrack. So my I, I obviously watched it on Direct TV, so I was watching it on Thursday morning, maybe Thursday morning, and between between Thursday morning and Thursday night. So I get to the Battle Royal, and it comes down to Bianca Belair and Io Shirai, and Bianca Belair has her up. Now I have it recorded on the DVR, and they have not gone over time in a long time because they're not allowed to on the network. They don't mm-hmm. want them going over time. So NXT has two hours and eight minutes. So there's a lot of times that'll go off the air at 159, two, sometimes 201. So you have that extra seven, eight minutes, whatever it is. All of a sudden, my picture freezes and says, you wanted to delete this recording. I was like, wait a minute. So then I hit the uh, the options button. It ran over time. It went to the it went to the, the two hour and eight minute time. So I don't know who won the battle royal. Oh man, I'll I'll tell you if you want if you want to know. Go ahead. Um, Bianca Belair won. So really, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Io Shirai goes for something. The Bianca Belair gets her up like for her finisher. You know that what's it called? DST. When she, uh, looks like a DVD, and she like threw out like that. 
Yeah, like a, he has like almost like the burning hammer. Yeah, yeah, kind of. And she just threw out, and it looked it looked awesome. And then Bianca Belair gets the win there, so she'll wrestle uh, Rhea Ripley for which makes sense because Rhea Ripley's a face. I mean, you know, Eel's kind of back and forth. And and I was thinking too, like I, I was like, man, Eel got to win this, but I'm like, oh well, Kyrie's contract's up soon. I know Eel's up after that, so if they're both going back, like I I get it. But it, that, I thought the the battle royal was really good. There were some people I didn't know, like that little a lot Lucha, of people, Lucha a lot of girl people. with the mask. I'm like, who is that? Uh, I didn't even recognize Donna Diana Perrazzo. Then there was a there was a black girl who had like half blonde hair, and I was like, who who is that? I've never seen her. There, there was a couple people I didn't recognize Santana Garrett first. I'm like, maybe you know if they could just. I know that not to show all entrances, but I mean, just say their name. Hey, so and so is in there, and so and so, and that's this person. Rather than oh look at that, it's like Ugh. I I don't know it was a good battle royal. Some people looked a little lost, like Tegan Knox looked a little lost at times, but I enjoyed it. And I like yeah, I, I thought Shotzi Blackheart really stood out. With her green hair, and she just looks awesome with her gear. And then she got to throw out Shayna Blazer. Yeah. And Mercedes Martinez looked great as well. Yeah, she did. So, I mean, there's there's the two matches there. Uh, Mercedes versus Shayna, and then uh, Shotzi versus Shayna. That they said. Yeah, and then I think after maybe those matches, it's maybe she'll get a rematch against Rhea, put Rhea over again, and then up to the main roster, Shayna goes. Yeah, I, I, I can see that, because, I mean, I don't know how much longer she'll stay in NXT. I mean, she's always been two-time women's champion. Yeah, there's not really more else for her to do. But I'll start from the beginning. Yeah, the opener was... Um, the Broser Waits was yeah. Pete Dunne and Matt Riddle versus the team of Flash, Morgan Webster, and Mark Andrews. I don't know if they have a team. I don't uh, have a name. name. I like that. Which one has the in mod we trust and he's all dressed like Austin Powers? That's, that's Flash, Morgan Webster. Oh, okay, I like him. And the other guy had like NASA type gear on. I thought they were really good. I, I've always seen like them once before, but I, I really, from what I've seen of my edited down five minute match, I thought this match was great. They were in PWG a whole bunch. I know oh, okay. that you don't you don't want yet watch PWG, but that's how I got to know them. And they they when they first started the UK expansion, they were two of the guys that they kind of pushed right along. Obviously, Tyler Bate and Pete Dunne were uh, were basically you know the the big ones that they pushed, but they were like you know the second tier. So that match, I I only I'm only on the six man, the DDP six man uh, on AEW. But from what I saw, that's the best match of the two shows. Oh, yeah, was the, that? Match. So, yeah, that yeah. and the main event from uh, what you didn't get to, Pockers, Darby Allen was really good. Yeah, I heard that was really good. So, I want to get into the time splitters with the Grizzly Young Veterans. That match was awesome. I thought the that was really good. Is, yeah, it was the finish. It was the finish was great, but nobody, nobody expected the Grizzly Young Vets to win. I know. I was like, time splitters got to win, but apparently, I think Alex Shelley is only there for that one off, and that's it. And it's like, man, he still looks great. But I heard on yeah. uh, on a. Uh, Joe Sposto's other podcast, um, what's it called, uh, Adults of Wrestling, that apparently Alex Shelley has a really nice shoot job that he loves and makes a lot of money at. So he you, sure does. Yeah, he if, told us all about it. If you want him to uh, leave that, you know, you got you got to offer him something really good. So I'm sure they probably offer him something. He's like, eh, nah, I got, I got, I got a pretty nice where I'm at. So, but he, he still looks yeah. good. He, there's a guy like if he can't wrestle too much, put him in NWA. Yeah, chiropractor. He's a chiropractor. Oh wow. And that's was yeah when we did the. The actual seminar, maybe a little less than half of it was certain stretches, certain things to do to uh, give longevity in your career as a pro wrestler. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, like stretching out your back. Yeah, yeah. And, and like, showing things for rotator cuffs. And just and I was like, oh, wow. I said, that, that's great. And he was like telling us all about it. And so I said, that, that was awesome. Wow, so yeah. that was one of the many cool things about the about the Alex Shelley seminar about a month ago. It was back yeah. at the old Ring of Honor Dojo. And but he's, he's still in yeah. great shape, and he, and he can still move and everything. And him and Kushida were still going for all their moves. A lot they didn't hit, but I was like, oh man, I, I kind of wanted them to win. But if it, hey, if they only got Alex Shelley for one shot, then I understand. 
I thought they would because he was doing the house show loop. He did. I think he, that was like the third or fourth match they did. I thought maybe he was maybe he just signed to like a a short term deal. Yeah. And I thought maybe that he would at least get to the second round with with this where they can uh, rematch Red Dragon for those matches they had in Ring of Honor in New Japan. If you know for the uh, Ring of Honor tag titles in the uh, New Japan tag titles, but that did not happen. So I think the Grizzled Young. I just don't see. Christian O'Reilly making to the finals. No. And it seemed like they really wanted to push over the Grizzly Young vets, especially when they went through the handshake and they walked away and then they kind of cut that promo walking up the ramp. So I think it's going to be the Grizzled Young vets and Pete Dunne and Matt Riddle in the finals. Yeah, that, I would I would think it's the same. And then Pete Dunne and Matt Riddle win it. Maybe Grizzled Young vets win. I, I don't know. I would I put my money on Pete Dunne and uh, Matt Riddle, though. Which was my pick the whole time. As yeah. soon as they announced Alex Shelley, <laughs> my phone blew up. and like, oh, they're going to win the whole thing. And I was like, no, they're not. It's yeah. still going to be the Grizzled Young Vets. Yeah. Or not our, I'm sorry, the, the, the Bruiser Weights. <laughs> but hey, they were both good matches on, on NXT this week. The tag now, next week we have When Worlds Collide. Did you not, Did you see the other? Now, it's not officially announced, but they teased it. Did you see it was like a Twitter tease? Did you see what no, was teased? no. Mustache Mountain got oh, on Twitter and they said, "Why don't we do a DIY reunion? And oh, so have the, a tag match? I yeah, so they, DIY versus Mustache Mountain is." And they were talking. They had like a backstage segment where they were. Or it wasn't backstage. I'm sorry. It was like outside full sale segment where they were where Gargano and Chopper like you want to do it for old times' sake, and they went to go shake hands, and then Keith yeah. Lee, yeah, they Keith Lee like threw some guy through a car. Yeah, yeah, I seen that. That was like a big brawl thing. Yeah, he's like one more time for old times' sake. Yeah, one more time for old times' sake. So that, that should be an awesome match. And it's weird how they, they said, well, we're not going to do a takeover for uh, Royal Rumble, but we're going to do this one Worlds Collide show that's basically a takeover. <laughs> basically is a takeover because the main event is Imperium versus Undisputed yeah, Air. So that's it's like, like wow, then you, have, you throw this match on, and I think they're doing, what, Tony Storm and Rhea Ripley, I think? I think, yeah. I think that's because she gets her, her uh, regular NXT Women's Championship uh, match. And then it was like Did you- Finn versus uh, someone, um, not Jordan Devlin. Are hmm. so, uh, uh, you a okay, guy? Is it Travis Banks? It might be. Is it Ilya Dragunov? Oh, that's oh, what it is. That's... It's him. It's Dragunov. It's Dragunov. No, you're joking. Yeah. No, that's because he cut Oh, a, my God. Finn it's... cut a promo. I, that was on NXT. I did see that. Oh, man. I, I must have missed that. I must have been mixing a protein shake. So you're telling me next Saturday, Balor is wrestling Ilya Dragunov on the on the network. Yes. I, I'm, oh, I, I, I was going to skip that show because like, last year's was kind of like, uh, but like, there's some really good matches on it, so... I have a show, so I'll watch it whenever I can because then we'll rumble, but definitely going to watch it sometime. Well, I'm on a show as well, and I'm going to let the cat out of the bag because I've been asking the promoter to make a graphic for this match, but mm-hmm. I figured, you know what? He was he was uh, dragging his feet a little. No, he, said the, he said the graphic will be out probably today or tomorrow, but I'm going to I'm gonna make the breaking news. Next week, I debut for Northeastern Signature Wrestling on Main Street in Stroudsburg, Pennsylvania, Ooh. and I will be going one-on-one with Clay Drasher. Oh, wow. That should be good. Yeah, really darn good. it. Fun, better yeah, be good. yeah. That's awesome. I haven't wrestled him in his singles in a long time, and I know he uh, he's trying to get Sean to do uh, the... Uh, what's the tag gimmick's name? Ooh, what is the it? Cash the Cash Masters yeah, yeah. versus Blue and Gold. Yeah, they keep, he keeps saying that. So uh, he, he, keeps, they, he keeps pushing for that match. I was like, well... Well, the next best thing is we'll do a singles deal. So yeah, yeah, you should see that over social media. So anyway, so yeah, so next week I have that show. That's Strasbourg. That's Saturday night, right? Yeah. And then where are you going to be? Your PPW? Yeah, PPW. And I, I didn't know what I was doing, but they've announced that I'm in the uh, the PPW Resolution Battle Royal, and the winner gets a title shot. It's like Royal Rumble. So I don't know my number or anything like that. I don't even know. I think they do twenty guys. 
but I'm in that. Hope you try number 20, buddy. Yeah, I know. No, number number two, all. I'm going to stay in the whole time like Bulldog. Or you draw number one and you, you shot Michaels coast yeah. to coast. <laughs> That'd be fine. Hey, it'd be fine if I was the number one and I last the, the final two, but I don't win. I'd still be happy. When you're that Iron Man of the Royal Rumble, that's a, a coveted spot. And yeah, let's face it, it doesn't matter what they do. You're always happy. You're very, you're like me. You're a very happy individual. Yes, yes. Unless I'm in something really crappy. I mean, that just happens now and then. But my, my personal record in a battle royal is 33 minutes. So hopefully. Really? Yeah, yeah. Where was that at? That was down in Jersey for uh, Mawa, like Wrestling Association. They had a, I think the winner actually got the belt. And I was in for 33 minutes. So almost the end. I was like final four or three. So I was like number one or two. <laughs> Well, how about that? Yeah. So then that Sunday is Royal Rumble. I'm actually off Sunday work that day because Lily's doing something at church. So when anytime Lily's involved at church, I always try to take out. I try to get to church as much as I possibly can as well, me being a, a man of faith. So I figured, well, right after that, I whatever I miss from when's Worlds Collide, which I shouldn't miss too much considering the fact that the venue's 15 minutes away from my house. Yeah, yeah. Um, I will just watch when I get home from church and then get ready for the Royal Rumble. Yeah, you should be able to get it all in because there, I have I pulled up. There's five matches. So obviously, Imperium versus Undisputed Era, Ray Ripley versus Tony Storm, Finn Balor versus how do you say his first name? Ila, Ilya, Ilya Dragunov, and then Angel Gar- Garza versus uh, uh, Shane Strickland. Yes, Shane Strickland versus Jordan Devlin versus Brian Kendrick. <laughs> oh wait, wait, hold on a second. It says versus Jordan Devlin or Laguero. So I guess they're gonna have a match, and then and then versus Brian Kendrick or Travis Banks. So, I guess they're not yeah, two matches there. Yeah, that's a four-way. I think that the other people have to qualify. I think on NXT UK, which comes on, I don't know when. I'm not. Monday, Tuesday, no Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah, but that should be a good one. And then, and then of course, DIY versus Mustache Mountain. So five matches, but that's a that's a hell of a show right there. Sure is, sure is. But let's let's continue. Let's stay on with the Wednesday Night War. So I only got up to. I did see where. MJF did get the pinfall, and then I had to go to work. So tell me about uh, AEW. Did you watch the whole show? Yeah. So other than you missed the main event, which was really good, and then uh, what's it? Darby takes a power bomb on the ring steps and like cuts his arm open. It was insane. Ew. yeah. Um, I'll just spoil that for you. I mean, just play. So yeah, go ahead. Uh, uh, Pop Pop wins, so he gets the uh, title shot. But before, did you watch the whole inner? Uh, circle thing when they attack Ambrose. Did you see that? Or yes, I did see that. And okay. they basically Dusty Rhodes. Uh, yeah, yeah, the same Ambrose thing. Die. Yeah. So then, um, uh, at the end of the match, like they keep showing, there's like, oh, there's well, Moxley's in the training room with doctors. So he comes back out and he has like blood all over it. He has his eye patched up and he's like, because Pac's like, Moxley's taken out, so I I won. I'm just gonna wrestle Jericho. I don't have to wrestle in our match. I want, I'm getting the title shot. And then Moxley comes out and basically says. Yeah, no, I'm still alive. <laughs> I don't care if I don't if I have no eyes. I can still wrestle you, and I want the title shot. So it's gonna build to. I guess is that next? No, not next week. Or is it Moxley versus Pac? Yeah, I think that's the number one contenders. Yeah, AKA John Moxley. <laughs> so yeah, that's basically, that's basically just gonna build Moxley up more for him oh, and Jericho. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm assuming they're doing. And then there was uh, what was the other? I don't think that's all you really missed because if you watched the the, the DDP match, right? It's the sixth play. Yeah, which is funny because everyone was telling me the next morning, like, he did a dive, he did a dive at his age. And I'm like, he never did a dive in his prime. Yeah, back when he was <laughs> I don't younger. remember him ever doing a no, dive. No, he may be a house show dive, but never off the top to the outside. I was like, good for DDP. And he still looks really good for being 63. I mean, come on. Yeah, I think his tights were too. They look like they were the old, like, 96, yeah. the, 97 Starcade. They, they were. Them, it so. looked like he took them, and maybe, but then the one side said DDPY. And I was like, oh, uh, what, a, okay. what a salesman. So, but yeah, he looked the, the, the same. I mean, just older, but he looked great. Um, a lot of people were upset that that he got the diamond cutter and butchered blade, but hey, I'm sure they loved it. So who cares? And uh, did you see that that women's tag match that was not very good? 
Yeah, that yeah. was a good. However, what was really good was the opener tag match. Uh, the four well, and match. that's the only match I missed. And I was like, try I, really? up on YouTube. Oh, yeah. that was, that's, I, I, I went and took a shower match. and I came back. I was like, oh, it's over. And I seen Kenny and Hangman win. But yeah, I heard that was really good. Well, they, it, they kept, they did a great thing where like everybody would kind of hit like a quick spot. And then Kenny and Nick went to go, so like tag him in. So they went to go, and I, I immediately had flashbacks of that Golden Lovers Young Bucks match. Okay, which, yeah. It, really it, in recent memory, is my all time favorite tag match. I mean, if I, I, Maybe if I really went back and watched like a midnight rock and roll match, there might be one or two that are just as good as that one. But from recent memory, that's probably my all-time favorite tag match. I'm like, oh, here we go, and they did the they did the smartest thing. So they went to go, they started to go lock up, and LAX, who basically were the only heels in the match, because the other ones were was best friends, they were the only heels in the match. So right before they they went to go lock up, LAX jumped both of them, and they made one tag out. And I was oh. like, oh, everybody <laughs> booed. I'm like, that's so terrible, but in the like <laughs> the best way. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I gotta go back and watch it. The finish, really uh, Kenny and Hangman's finish is really cool. Is it? it was it the um, like the V trigger into the uh, Bucks Buckshot Larry? Yeah, but instead of doing like instead of like hitting hitting the V trigger and the guy stumbles into the Buckshot, they hit like at the same time. So it's like a sandwich. Oh, the guy, like, that's, that's to go. awesome. Yeah, they timed it perfectly. I forget who took it, but it was timed perfectly. I'm like, oh man, that's gotta be the finish. And it sure was. Yeah. So so really, I, I have I pulled up the. Uh, the results really you didn't miss anything except the main event. <laughs> so Okay. Yeah, great. Yeah. That's great. So that's all you got in it. But it is really good. So if you get time, definitely watch the main event, Pac versus Darby Allen. And Darby Allen's like in my mind, like, like when you think of like a like a, a fed, you think of like the guys that are like homegrown in in a sense. And like Darby Allen, Sammy Guevara, they seem like the like the homegrown AEW talent. I mean they've wrestled elsewhere, but not on the, the scale of Young Bucks or Kenny, you know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, you're right there. So that's, I mean, they're really getting the shine in this whole AEW thing so far. And then, of course, we got to talk about AEW gets uh, extended through 2023. So Dynamite's on until 2023. They signed Taz for a multi-year deal, and then they said they're going to have another show, which is like maybe they don't need another SmackDown, but it's going to be Dark is going to come on at some time on TNT. Ah, I'm okay well, that's good. That. This, yeah. way, this way, I mean, they, they have so much talent. I mean, you think about AEW debuted, what, October, November? Yeah. December, January, so you're only four months in, and they got what is a three-year deal? Yeah, four-year 20, deal. Twenty twenty-three, so three solid years. I mean, I don't know wow. how long it was going for anyway, but and then then dark. They're gonna change the name obviously because it's not gonna be dark anymore because it's gonna be on TV. But they're not like recording anything extra. There's not a full show because they don't need two shows at this point. Maybe in a couple of years, but right now, uh, dynamite and then whatever dark will be is it's fine. It'd be cool if they put that on like Saturday six oh five or maybe Saturday morning or something like that. Yeah, that would be. Uh... That would be ideal. Yeah, but maybe they put maybe if they put it on like Saturday morning, like how like wrestling challenge and superstars yeah. used. Yeah, to exactly be. the same. Like 11, 10, 11, 12, something like that. And then yeah, well, AEW Dark has had some really good matches in four months. Like they've done, they they like Kenny and Janela and like yeah. a street fight and stuff like that. So now all that stuff would probably be be uh be good to go. And I know like part of the deal too is AEW when they get enough content, they're gonna have their own streaming service. Yeah, so which, TNT, yeah, so TNT's gonna help them with that. Yeah, and you think it's it's only a matter of time. I mean, obviously not gonna make one with you know, what three pay per views and, and just just dynamite. And like, okay, here you go. You we have up to uh, fifty hours of content. Here's <laughs> your streaming service. Yeah, so I mean, uh, probably probably about a year. And in another year, they'll have their own streaming service. Yeah, so maybe- and I don't think they can go nine ninety nine if that's what WWE does. WWE, I mean, you look at, I mean, you literally can just without even clicking on anything, you can spend an hour and a half on their menu. Their, their yeah. content they have is unbelievable. And just search, especially now that you can search by wrestler, and it's much better. Or you can favorite a wrestler, and then all the stuff will come up, and it's crazy. 
So yeah, maybe the AEW one's seven ninety nine, maybe even five ninety nine for the first year or something. And then if they if they get in cahoots with people, they can maybe like let's say they they partnership and they put NWA on there. That'd be worth it then. You'd be like, oh well, now I get you know, there's not many pay per views, but I get all the AEW ones. I get all the NWA ones. Because obviously ROH has their own streaming service already. Yes, which is actually that's uh, that's nine ninety nine as well, right? Ninety nine. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's worth it because you get. But the only thing is the back catalog only goes to when Sinclair took over from oh, like twenty twelve, which like, is some really good stuff. Yeah, but like man. you want you want now they do have one thing, one of the things is called RH Year One, mm-hmm. where it's they really I think they're about halfway through the year. I could be wrong, where they have all the mat no entrances because they can't have music, none of the backstage skits. So it's like I remember the back when they were on tape, they were three and a half, four hour shows, and yeah. then you go on this thing and it's down to like two, two and a half. Oh, okay. It's just it's just the matches, none of the angles or anything yeah. like that. But still. That's on there, but you don't have any of that like really good classic yeah, like, stuff from like 2005 or yeah, 04 to, to like 09. Yeah, if you can get all that, but, yeah, that's that's great shit in there. So, I mean, it, and maybe one day. But hey, let's go right to the other news. Marty resigns with ROH. Yeah, yeah, it's a big thing. Yeah, so not only that, but it looks like he's making moves. I mean, immediately seeing that the Supercard of Honor show, it's a whole bunch of New Japan people that are going to be on the show, and we're. I mean, we don't know who's the one that pulled the trigger on it, but just like all of a sudden, Marty is like, it's like head booker, resigns, and then like 24, 48 hours later, it's like you used to see all these things popping up. So it's like, well, Ring of Honor, we said that at our end of the year episode, get your shit together. And they sound like, hopefully, I'm not jinxing it, but it sounds like they're getting their shit together. Yeah, part of my language. Yeah, and it, it, it's at least something. It's, it's it's a glimmer of hope that says, hey, maybe they're turning this around. Like, and then some places that Marty's going to be head booker. And some places he's just on the creative staff, but and anyway, he he has some pull because it's like that gets announced the next day. Jay White will be in Supercard Honor, and then it's uh, Will Ospreay is at Supercard, and then El Fantasmo and Dragon Lee. It's like whoa, whoa, right there. I think maybe they'll save like I text you. They'll save the one big name from like it's a little closer. And be like O'Connor or Tanahashi is at Supercard Honor, and people are like oh my god, now we gotta go. But I mean, I think Kent is gonna be a big now. I can see that pull just because of the legend that now. And then here's another thing too. I wonder if he's gonna get booed going back to Ring of Honor just yeah. because of like what he did there. Yeah, does he get booed because of his current character, or do they? Just, oh, it's Kenta. We're just gonna cheer for him. I don't. Who, yeah, who knows? that's what I, I'm really interested in that, and I love Kenta. So yeah, I I, I can see him definitely being there, and probably probably a couple more talent. And then obviously Nick Aldis, they did that thing where he did the run in at the last ROH show and beat up Flip Gordon. Apparently, he's defending the world title against Flip Gordon first, and then he's defending against Marty. That's <laughs> like okay. But, uh, really? Because I thought the NWA ended their relationship with Ring of Honor. Maybe that's another. Maybe yeah, I, maybe Marty's think, bridging the three of them yeah, together. Yeah, I know they they said something. He said he wants to work with NWA, AEW, and New Japan. So hey, if he can do it, that'd be awesome. Why not? They just we well, you know the uh, the NWA they used to back in the it wasn't too long ago back in the earlier days of Wrestle Kingdom, like Wrestle Kingdom three and four. The NWA title was on Wrestle Kingdom. Oh, was it? Wow, I didn't know that. And do you know what Japanese wrestler was featured in? One of those matches. Hmm. Satoshi Kojima, oh, your think, boy. I was going to guess. Yeah, I was going to say Kojima. Your boy, yes. buddy. Your boy. Bread Club. I want to get one of them Bread Club shirts, but I don't want to because it's uh, I want I want a Kojima shirt, but I don't want that one because it's a Bullet Club ripoff. Like, I, I looked online, and unless you go to Japan, they're so so hard to get. Or it's like it's a real lame shirt. It just says Satoshi Kojima. Like, well, I, I don't want that. I try to find that Liger, the final shirt that everybody wore at his retirement. Thing. Oh yeah, starting bid seventy dollars. Now I did find one you could buy it now for like twenty eight dollars, but I think it's like a knockoff. And I was like, eh, you know, 
maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I, may, looks... I might buy the knockoff. I'm not going to pay a hundred dollars for a shirt. Yeah. Not unless it, not unless it's autographed that I'm probably never going to wear. Yeah. I mean, you know, if it's a knockoff but it looks just you know almost the same, yeah, why not? Now I wonder if they were they selling those there or were they just for like the talent? I would say I they think were they were sold. selling them I mean, because they, I think when they pan the crowd, I think everybody yeah. had them. And yeah, that's and how many would you sell there? My God, everybody buy one. Sure, why wouldn't you? But yeah, so so getting back to to Marty, if he bridges the the gap between all of them, I mean that's that's great. But Nick Aldis, I whatever ROH show, I don't know if it's ROH TV or it wasn't a pay per view. They have one recently, right? No, but they do these special shows that are that are if you're on on the network or Honor Club, it's like a free. Oh, okay. one was like authorized or yeah. Honor United, where it's basically they stream it for free. And then even if you if you have on if you have Fight TV, you can link up. I mean, if you have Fight TV and you use the same email for Fight TV that you do for Honor Club, like mm-hmm. obviously why wouldn't you? So you can go on the Fight TV and it says it'll say ah. Uh, Purchases for seven ninety nine Honor Club free. So oh, it's just like, okay. so yeah, all that stuff I get for free. Yeah. So the, I don't know what match it was. It looks like it was uh, Villain Enterprises defending like, the belts. I think they they dropped the belts too. I think, but they were defending against somebody, and then they, uh, a, a cop runs up. Like, wait a minute, a cop is in the ring right now. He's like, wait a minute, that's no cop. That's that's Nick Aldis, and he rips open his uh, like blue police shirt. And he has an NWA Power shirt on, and he does something like Marty, and then he hits Flip Gordon, and then he just runs out because somebody else like they chase him off. So I'm like, that's cool. So obviously the NWA ROH relationship is, is in effect. Oh, yeah, that would completely make sense. Well, yeah. that's good. You know, you just keep bridging it. Keep bridging everything. That's great. Yeah, so I, I, now I'm looking forward to it. So good, good for ROH, good for Marty. And, and they said he's getting, quote, WWE-level money, and it's only like 40 dates a year. So, man, good for him. Yeah, he gets a feud with Nick Aldis, who was actually, I think they went to high school together. I think yeah. we talked about this on the podcast, something the, like that. They're friends and then uh, with Wade Barrett. Ah. Yeah, which makes sense why he's in commentating NBA. He's the commentary. Now, he's he's done wrestling, right, because of his neck? I think so, yeah. Which is a shame, because I always liked him. I mean, he kind of got a, a a crap deal in WWE near the end. I mean, he got hurt, and he missed WrestleMania, and then I think he got hurt again. And then the bad news uh, gimmick was over, and then they kind of stopped using him. Remember, they put him in that stupid group, uh, League of Nations, that was awful, and then he, then he left. Yeah, he was always good. He was... And you want King of the Ring, you figure out as soon as you win King of the Ring, they can do something with you and they didn't do anything. No, it's kind of just like, which, which, they, which is the problem with a lot of people. In WWE. It's like, oh, we're going to go. And now yeah, it's, it's just either he loses confidence in or he just changes his mind, which is like, oh, that sucks. Now, Andy Hedder, we obviously we a couple of podcasts ago there, sir, we talked about the big show on 1-4, January 4th. There was yes. another big show in Cork and Hall, Pro Wrestling Noah. Oh, okay. Had a, had a big show. and I'm On the same day, right? show. Since the uh, fifth, and I only found the main event, which I wa- which I wanted to see because it was spoiled to me, and I was shocked it was spoiled to me. So you had Go Shiozaki, who is one half of the uh, Global Honor Crown Pro Wrestling Noah Tag Team Champions with mm-hmm. uh, Nakajima. Uh, they formed the team of Access, one of my favorite tag teams, and he was wrestling for the heavyweight. He was uh, challenging for the heavyweight title against uh, Kyoto Kumiya. So I thought this is uh, just you know kind of like how we talked about how when they do in the NWA back in the day, Ricky Morton would challenge for Ric Flair. And I guess Ricky Morton's doing now with uh, with Nick Aldis and Road Warrior Hawk, which I'm like, ah, just a good good main event. You know, Go Shizaki's great. Kiyomiya's their future. This is just going to be a good 35, 45-minute main event just to make Kiyomiya look good. And uh, don't get me wrong, everybody looked good. But Go Shizaki hits a moonsault about 33 minutes in, and Kiyomiya does not kick out. Ooh. So Go, they flip the belt. Wow, how about that? That's a surprise. And then you see that on YouTube? 
Uh, it's on YouTube. Yeah, I, I will send you the, the match. Is pretty good. Was nowhere near as good as the Kino match that happened yeah. at the uh, we are at, at their uh, big show, like the biggest show they've had in years. So I don't know if you got a chance to see that. Wasn't as good as that, but it was it was a really good match. And then, from what I understand, Nakajima won the Wrestle One title. And uh, our buddy Jay Freddy's over there, so I wonder if he was wrestling at that show. Yeah, I don't, so, I don't know. That'd be awesome. And then I know Axis dropped the tag belts uh, like a week later, and they lost to Mare Fuji and somebody else. I forget who it was, but I'm mm. trying to search for that match, and I can't find it. Yeah, sometimes they're, they're hard to find, and it's like, oh, I just want to watch it, you know? Yeah. Um. What was I going to say? Oh, I just, we got tagged in Facebook here by one half of the stepdads. There was somebody did a post, and it said, well, who are some of the best tag teams around? And he has a uh, main state posse, the ugly ducklings, gymnasty boys, insanely rude, team Espana, and then Bloom Gold to wrap out his post. And he tagged both of us. So, uh, thank we you appreciate to, that uh, to one Radley Beaumont. Yeah, we appreciate. Which would have been a weird uh, dichotomy tomorrow, as we were. They're probably our biggest even team, in, you know, on the on the mainstream. You know, for the last two two and a half years, they've probably been our biggest rival. And then we we're going to team with them. Tomorrow, but I guess yeah. that's going to be pushed back a few weeks. So. Yeah, so hey, what, what can you do? We're looking forward to it when it happens. It is what it is. Uh, let's go into NWA Power. Did okay. you get a chance to watch this? Week, I sir? did, and the big the big thing here this week was uh, Scott Steiner coming out at the end for uh, Nick Aldis's group, but he, he hired a what do you say like basically like a mercenary, like he's not with the group, but he hired him to uh, take on uh, somebody and then he actually wrestled them a match let me let me pull up the results because i watched it and I, I forget so let me get the results here real quick and, they, and they're still building towards ricky morton versus uh nick aldis for the world title <laughs> so that was a rock and roll still the tag champs yes yeah because they, they, they like they've defended them like twice i think and they beat like a job team and then they at the pay-per-view they beat a uh, wild card again but uh, they are still a tag champ so let me get the results here uh make sure this is the one yeah, Aaron Stevens beat Ricky Starks. I got to watch it again because I was, I was doing something else. That was like the, a singles match. And then the Rock and Roll Express with uh, defeated the Wild Cards on that one. So that was on that one. Uh, I, man, I must have missed that, the end of it. Hold on a second. That's the match. Just let me get the, the stupid results here. But NBA Power was good this week as I get the results. Talk about Impact while I get the results. If you've seen Impact. Uh but, uh, Impact was basically just a recap of their, their pay-per-view that happened. And I, I didn't get a chance to see it. So what they did is in between they showed a couple of matches that they taped for Dark and then a couple of matches from House of Hardcore. But obviously the big thing going on with Impact was, and you called it, uh, partner, uh, yes. Tessa Blanchard. Yeah, she beat Sammy Callahan for the heavyweight title. And I did see the finish where she hit like two different Canadian destroyers. She hit the uh, the Magnum and then the Buzzsaw DDT. Gets the one, two, three, and she will make history. And Impact makes history. She is the first ever heavyweight champion, female heavyweight champion. Of yeah. uh, basically both divisions. And that brings up the question now. Taya Valkyrie is the longest reigning women's champion in the history of the company. Does that mean like Brian Cage can now go and challenge Taya Valkyrie for the women's championship? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I, I guess you could. Well, they said, they said the rumors at that period, Brian Cage signed with AW. And then I think his girlfriend or wife said, no, he didn't. But he hasn't been on impact. So, yeah, and you know, I, who his wife is right. No, I do not. Melissa Santos, she was the ring announcer for Lucha Underground. Oh, okay. I did not know that. How about that? Yeah, good for him. There's two, those are two good-looking people, and they have, I think, like yeah. a two-year-old kid, so that's wow. going to be a good-looking That's going to be a good-looking kid. Let me tell you. Future star. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot, a lot of good genetics in there. Yeah, definitely. But, um, yeah, it's, I, I can see him going to AEW. I can see everybody probably wanting him. Like, the rumor was uh, the ROH offered him a deal, and uh, WWE did too, but he took the, the AEW one, so. I would love to see him in Ring of Honor. Yeah, yeah Brian Cage great. is fantastic. He wrestled RVD 
And from what I from what I saw, he got his lip off something from Van Terminator. And I don't know if it was an angle or a shoot, but he couldn't finish the match. So Daga came out and finished the match. And I know that you're a big fan because I saw you put put on your social media. You're a big fan of this new RVD character. Oh yeah, I thought that was fantastic with his uh with his smoking hot girlfriend and his smoking hot girlfriend's smoking hot girlfriend. <laughs> so like, and he's basically playing the whole like uh like ladies man, very much like um oh who's that that actor that went nuts because he even said winning um who was that Charlie Sheen yeah Charlie Sheen with the winner winner chicken dinner with Charlie Sheen had two girlfriends. That's basically RVD right now. And I like the whole thing where he's like. All these kids out here today are just ripping me off, doing my stuff I did twenty years ago, and I think I think it's it's fantastic. I know they they got kicked off Twitch because of it because the girl was showing a little bit too much of her butt or something. But uh, come on now, <laughs> you know, yeah, that was they're, they're really pushing it. If you're a fan of the stuff of the WWE stuff that happened in the late the uh, the late nineties, you like what's going on with Impact. Granted, I mean, there's no Rock, there's no Austin, no, uh, but there's a, they, they they do a lot of stuff that basically push, pushes the envelope. Especially with, with Rob Van Dam, so yeah. So I mean, I I liked it. I mean, obviously they're not putting the world title on him or anything, but it it, it was it was very entertaining. His uh little promo there, they see like saying, "I'm living the life," you know, like so that was. It was really I cool. am enjoying the Johnny Swinger character on Impact. He had a match with Joey Ryan because they're kind okay. of like feuding them, and he he does things where he t- he basically wears like the Bret Hart long tights, like that basically goes all the way up, like yeah. You know, all the way up, but it, they're like was fluorescent, it? like neon colors. And he has on like a bandana. He's got a bedazzled fanny pack, <laughs> and he's got like the Tom Cruise uh, sunglasses from Top Gun. So, and he's always like his his backstage, like his matches aren't long as well as they they don't need to be. And that's by I'm pretty sure that's by design. Yes. So, but his backstage segments, he's always talking in Carney. So he's just he, they show this one where they show him like, oh, I gotta stop on because I gotta watch this. <laughs> he goes. These kids nowadays, they don't want to chase the Rizats or do anything with the pills. All they want to do is play the games. But I, got, I found a game that I could play and I could win at. And he turns around and he's playing Ted Nugent and Pinball. <laughs> That's awesome. That's a great character. Just being yeah. an old school guy. I was driving, making the towns, drinking a case of beer. Like... Why yeah, we're well, talking about how he's like crapping in bags, so that's a Harley Races to do that. Yeah. Because that's a great rib. Like, Johnny, you can't do that now. So, anytime he does something like in the ring, it's all like late, late, not late uh, 80s, early 90s move. <laughs> and then, uh, like, Josh Matthews is like, What's that? And he's like, Oh, he goes, That's he's such an innovator. And he goes, Last time I saw that, I was like, When I was watching uh, wrestling when I was a kid, I haven't seen, you know, so he, and like, like uh, Cyrus John Callis just plays it up to the hills because you know that's his buddy. Oh, yeah. He's like, oh yeah, he's, he's such an innovator, and he's like, oh, I've never seen that before. So he wrestles Joey Ryan. So Joey Ryan comes out with a lot, you know, there's a lollipop thing, and then he gives the lollipop to like a fan, and they're yeah. kind of going back and forth. And they're both doing their gimmicks. So uh, he go, he goes for the uh, to keep a PC the wiener flip, <laughs> and when he does, Swinger grabs the ref, and so they everybody bumps. So Joey Ryan's trying to pin him, and then. Swinger sees that the ref's down, so he goes for a low blow, but he can't low blow Joey Ryan because his wiener's made of steel. <laughs> so he like injures his wrist on it. So then Joey Ryan gets another lollipop out of his tights, puts it in Swinger's mouth, and super kicks Swinger, and Swinger sells it like unbelievable. And he just takes like the he just takes like the the, the board going down and like a Bugs Bunny cartoon bump, and that was the finish. It was like a six minute match, so it was like it, it didn't hurt anything. It was like ah, that was fun. That, yeah, was, that was fun. that's cool. <laughs> It, it, it sounds like everyone in Impact is just having a good time, which is awesome. Good for yeah, that. that's basically just what it is. So, yeah, it was just a recap of everything. And then the last segment was Tessa Blanchard was in the Impact Studios, and she was doing a promo, and they were talking about how, you know, what this means to her and this and that. And then Sammy Callahan comes on the uh, 
the screen. They're saying, no, I, you know, everybody thinks that Tessa Blanchard is the champion that they want. Maybe it is, but I'm the champion that you need. And she's like, you want, he's like, you know, I want a rematch. And she's like, any place, any time. And he goes, come and find me. And then they pan back and she's in the other pack of the impact studios. Okay. So she goes, she goes running. After. She goes, I'm going to fight him right now. And she goes running after him. The only thing is when she's running, she's in these high heels. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting there thinking like, well, okay. Like, don't you think she should have like taken him, throwing him off? Because if she gets into like a fist fight with Sammy Callahan, yeah. like, and you're wearing those heels, like you're going to trip and fall and probably hurt an ankle. But then she gets to the impact studio. Sammy's the other part where they thought Sammy was he wasn't there the lights were shut oh, out in the okay. studio and then he cuts another promo so Sammy Callan's promos are awesome and I think he I, I mean I know it was only a promo but I think he's right I think he really is the champion especially Brian Cage is leaving I think he's the champion that Impact needs for over like a long term that's why I'm shocked that they put the belt on yeah. Tessa after Sammy just won it like six weeks ago but I mean maybe they'll flip it back to him and who knows I, I see she defends it like once or twice and then she loses it and like when, when she loses it uh I think she'll lose it in a multi-man match or something. That way she doesn't get pinned, so she always said, well, I, I never lost the title, you know, proper. Something like that. Cause, I mean, then give her, then yeah. give her a longer chase. Yeah, yeah I, they're doing a long chase with Jordan Grace. It looked like this was the pay-per-view she was going to be Taya Valkyrie for the title. But when they brought o- ODB back in, she pinned Taya Valkyrie in a non-title match, so it made it a three-way. Okay. So Jordan Grace hit her finish on ODB, which is impressive. It's a base, like a pump handle and like a driver, almost like Shingo's. Okay. Shingo's thing. And then... The guy that used to come out with John Morrison, uh, he comes out with Taya Valkyrie. Well, John Morrison and Taya Valkyrie are married in real life. So he's distracting the ref. Jordan Grace goes after, uh, I forget what the guy, Johnny Bravo, maybe his name is. Mm-hmm. She goes after him, and then he grabs Jordan Grace's leg while Taya Valkyrie crowds in the ring, and then it gets the pinfall. So it's like, uh, Ty, I mean, that's an old-school heel move. It worked really well. Got a nice boo from the crowd. So I was like, oh, the Jordan Grace finisher is the one that actually won the, won the match, but Ty Valkyrie was the one that got the pinfall. So that, that was simple. We had smart booking to keep keep that. So I think Jordan Grace eventually is going to uh, beat Ty for the belt. Yeah, I, 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 can, I can see that. Because Ty's had for like what, a year or something, or almost a year? Yeah, a little over a year, yeah. yes. They said it's the longest uh, one reign in the history of the company. Wow, how about that? Good for her. Did you find your results? Yeah, I, I found them. Yeah, now I remember. Cause, so the first match was uh, they had the two Dawsons wrestle each other in uh, the TV title tournament, and they're like the, the, the redneck, uh, you know, big tag team. Like, they say they're twins. One's bald and one's long hair, but they, they look a little different. Uh, and then, obviously, one, I don't know which one is which. So Zane, Zane beats Dave. I think the guy with the long hair, well, the guy with the long hair had a, a cast, so I think the bald headed one beat him. So he advances in the tournament. And they also have two things on each side of the tournament is one spot open for a non-NWA wrestler. I'm like, hmm, I wonder who's going to do that. So probably two ROH guys, I would, I would, I would assume, but uh, so they're not gonna say who that is until the next uh, pay per view. Hard times. And then uh, Melina wrestled Ashley Vox, and Melina beat Ashley Vox, and now she said she wants a, a title match. And then uh, Nick Aldis was out, and he called out uh, Flip Gordon, and said he wants to wrestle him. So they're setting up that match. And then he had Scott Steiner with him. And then they had uh, you, you remember uh, what's his name, uh, Elijah Burke, and he's the Pope, Angelo. Sure. The Angelo De Niro. When I was just the Pope, just just the Pope, and he's saying that he's uh, gonna ma- uh, manage Kingston and Homicide Outlaw Inc. to uh, get them a tag title shot because they haven't got a tag title shot. So he's their manager now. Then Aaron Stevens and Question Mark uh, beat Outlaw Inc. Thanks to a little, a little cheating, and then the Question Mark's so over. So and then uh, moving on, there was an narrative interview with uh, Nick Aldis and Strictly Business. That's when Scott Steiner shows up and Steiner just gets on the mic, says his Scott Steiner stuff. Then it leads to the main event, which is. Uh, Hold on, here, let me see it. Uh, the, the wild card is Latimer. Uh, what's, what's this for Scott? Royce Isaacs, uh, Latimer, I forget his first name, and Scott Steiner. And they took on 
Robert Gibson, Le- Le- uh, what's his name? Eli Drake and uh, Tim Storm. This is where Ricky Morton was like, I'll get six guys. And the girls like, well, I'll get six guys. So they're, they're build, building up their match. And then, uh, let's see, Gibson, Storm, and Drake won. They beat them. I forget how. I think they did something and they pinned uh, Scott uh, Royce Isaacs. And then since Team Morton won, Ricky Morton will face Nick Aldis for the 10 pounds of gold, but it doesn't say when they're going to do it. So probably on NWA Power, I'd say. But it was good. I have to watch it because I was in and out, but it was it was another good episode. Well, there you go, folks. Yeah, of NWA Power. And then the, the pay-per-view was January 14th, Friday, January or January 14th, January 24th, rather. So next Friday. What uh, what's that card looking like? Uh, let me let's see if I can bring it up here. I know it's uh, it's the TV title tournament, so they have that. Let me see if I can find that real quick. Card times. As I type it in here, and spell it wrong. Let's see what comes up here on Wikipedia for NBA Hard Times. Here we go. Wow, they have eight matches announced. Well, okay, so it would be the the four, three of them are the TV title tournament. So Ricky Starks versus one of the uh, non guys, and then there's a uh, Ziggy Dice versus one of the uh, non NWA guys, and then it says question mark versus well that's Zane Dawson. So and then uh, obviously they have uh, Nick Aldis versus Flip Gordon will be the main event for uh, for the NWA title. Then there's Tim Storm versus Zane Dawson. Well that's the other Dawson. So uh, whatever the, one of the Dawsons wrestling Tim Storm and one of them is wrestling. Oh it's just all tournament. Okay I got it. So they're all tournament. So really, there's only the NWA uh, world title match, Nick Aldis versus Flip Gordon, and then it's all TV title matches. So they're gonna have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So that's, that's that's kind of crazy. I, I'm thinking Tim Storm wins the TV title, but I, who was the uh, to be announced guys? I, who knows? Yeah, who knows? Yeah, I might, I might might get it, but then I'll be wrestling next Friday because I'm actually at ACW. <laughs> so, but then if I buy it, I can have it and watch it whenever. So yeah. <laughs> So that, yeah, so be, on the, be on the fight. Yeah, you got hard times next week, NBA, and then you got Royal Rumble. And, uh, and well, Friday's hard times, Saturday's NXT, and yeah. then and then Royal Rumble. Wow. Yeah, so that's a, this is a loaded weekend again. Sure is. So you're wrestling Friday and Saturday. Yeah, right? yeah, that's yeah, first time in a while. You're a busy man. Yeah. So I was supposed to wrestle Saturday, Sunday this week, but both those shows got canceled. Oh, so that's a, yeah. What can you do? Yeah, I was just Saturday this week. Yeah, well, you have articles such as these. Any wrestling talk before you want to move into some comic book talk? Oh, did you see that that thing where Okada said he wants to have one super show with uh, Kento Mihara and, and Kido, like all the three champions? Yeah, and do something like like put on their own Olympics. Yeah, that would, yeah, during the Olympics he wants to do like that would be awesome if they do that. Sure would. So, I mean, obviously he just said that. You know, who knows? Maybe they'll do something. Because they did that uh, show last year where uh, they had the tag match. I forget if it was a... Uh, it's Miyohara and Yoshi Tatsu versus Tanahashi and somebody else. Yes, yes. And, that match, the, that, and only that match was on New Japan World. <laughs> Nothing else from the show. What if they did Miyohara and Kiyomiya versus Okada and Osprey? Yeah, th- oh, there we go. Or Okada and Tanahashi. True. The dream team. That would be something. I mean, I, I don't know. I hope they do something. Why not? I know at New Japan, much more open to work with uh, people, especially in Japan. Yeah, it's, well, it's always been like that. Like I was telling you before, yeah. the Tokyo Dome shows, years ago, they would have like, well, you know, a Dragon Gate match on, and then they would put like a, like obviously if it was a Noah show, they you know, majority would be Noah. But like the, the first couple of Wrestle Kingdoms, go back and look at it. Like there was like Marafuji, who's obviously a Noah guy, was like defending the, uh, the New Japan Junior Belt or was like challenging for it. 
And I think they did like a Tanahashi. I know they did a Nakamura versus Goshizaki match when they were doing the Noah New Japan feud. And then I think they, they pretty much ended the Noah New Japan feud when they did a Goshizaki and Shibata uh, feud, which I think was like it started like at the G1 or something like mm. that. I think Nakajima was in the G1 the year that uh, the year that Kenny won it. I think it was 25. Okay. And that's where Shibata first did the crazy headbutt spot. Like, I mean, he did it before Ishii. But it's the first one where like somebody got busted open. It was like, like real sick. Yeah, like, that like, one was ugh. that one was probably more. If you go, I think it was it was a tag match. I have to go back and find out what it was. But like it was more sick than the Okada one. And obviously the Okada one gets the praise just because of the way the blood went down, the way the Okada looked at the camera, and obviously it, it pretty much ended Okada's career. But I have to go back and watch it. But anyway, I'm I'm getting I'm I'm trailing off here. So yeah. So then what happened was. Go Shizaki came out and challenged uh, Shibata at the final of the G1. You know, they always throw those crazy angles at the, the last day of the G1, and then they uh, they blew it off in Noah. And I don't even know who won that match. I have it saved on my YouTube, so mm. maybe, I'll th- well, maybe I'll watch that this weekend since there will be no wrestling and I'll probably be snowed in. So. Yeah, there you go. So you know what I did but, going on? It's totally go, different things before we jump into comics. I, I started playing uh, Star Wars Fallen Order or Jedi Fallen Order. That, that, what do you think, it's, sir? It's it's very hard. <laughs> so so <laughs> yeah, I tried it. Far into it yet, yeah, boy, I got I got, I got I, a ways to go. I tell you, just it turned out the easy right away. Don't even mess with the normal difficulty. Like I heard that it was like this Dark Souls game, which is notorious for being hard just to be hard, and it's not that bad, but it is very hard. Like you're just kind of starting, like okay, well, what's 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 what here? I guess I just gotta push buttons and figure it out, and like you know, they come up on the screen, it will say like push X to jump. Like they're, they're so tiny and small, like. At one point, like, the one guy falls down, and you try to save him, and you have to use the force. But I'm like, I'm watching the guy fall, I'm like, yep. And then a little thing in the corner, I'm like, oh, use the force. Oh, I, I didn't know that. Like, because <laughs> you don't know the controls. And, like, some of the enemies, you have to, like, wait. You can't just go over and run and just whack them with your lightsaber. You have to, like, defend and, like, sidestep or parry. So, it, and then, like, they hit you, and it like, takes half your health. So I turned it down to easy, and now I'm doing a little bit better. I mean, you know. I, I, I play a lot of video games, so I'd like to think I'm, I'm somewhat decent at video games. But, man, this game is... It's tough. I wasn't expecting to be that brutal. But it, the graphics are awesome. And we get to customize uh, your, your lightsaber, all the different parts, from the color to the hilt to the button to the emitter, all that stuff. And you can change the color of your ship and all that. So, And you get that far. You're talking about like the little mini games in between. God of War. Maybe because I love God of War. They were always great with it. But they would, it would be to take up like a quarter of the screen what you're supposed yeah. to do, and they would give you time to do it. Yeah, this one, they're, like, real small in the corner. Like, I, I would have missed the guy would have died, but then I just looked over and, oh, he used the force. Oh, okay. And then, like, there's some parts where you'd be trying to climb, and then, like, it, you, they do this stupid thing. Like, usually every game, you press jump, and then if you can climb the thing, they, the character automatically grabs on, right? This one, you have to press jump and then push another button to grab on. I'm like, what? That's, that's a, a useless point. I don't have to do that. I should be able to jump, like, in Assassin's Creed or Uncharted or, or anything. Just jump, and they automatically grab on. So you got to get used to doing that. And, like, I went to, like, climb up the ship, and then I fell off and I died. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so it's like. Yeah, it's, the climbing. Yeah. You figure you just jump and climb, but as soon as you, like, jump, you have to hit the L2 to start yeah. climbing, and then you can climb up. I'm like, well, I already jumped down. Why can't I start climbing now? Yeah, so, I mean, that's kind of uh, stupid. Like, that's unnecessary. Like, just push the button and just go on. But I, I don't know. Maybe there's some other stuff. And I, I haven't got many force powers yet. I just got the slow one. And I got a couple different lightsaber moves. But I'm sure you get much more. But you can change the color of your droid and the ship, so. It, it's cool. It is hard. But I, once you get the hang of it, it's it's a much easier. But turn turn down the easy. Whatever the easiest setting is, just to start with that. No, unless you're a real Jedi master. Yeah. Yeah, I'm only about an hour, and I haven't played it since I think I've been back from Christmas break. This guy's just been watching a lot more wrestling, which I knew was going to happen. How about Devil May Cry 5? <coughs> you chance to play that? No, I didn't, didn't try that yet. 
Yeah, about an hour and a half, two hours in. Again, I haven't played that in maybe about a week. Two, yeah. I have more long on that, two weeks, and that's that's super fun. Yeah, usually what I do is like when I, I'll just stick to one game. If I jump around, then I usually don't get any of them done. So if I finish Pokemon, I just still more stuff to do, but I got all the storyline. I got my legendary Pokemon, but other than that, there's not really too much to do that I haven't already done. So I'm like, oh, I'll start something new. So that's why I'm starting Star Wars. And I did get, you start with the blue lightsaber, you get green, and I found an orange one. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, Lily's been playing a ton of Pokemon, which is great. The fact that she's addicted to the game because now it's like, all right, Lily, you've got to get a good grade on this test coming up, or <laughs> uh, you know, you're grounded for two days from electronics. And so her grades have steadily improved. But however, she did try to sneak. Uh, she had a friend to test, and I asked her for three days how she did it. She's like, oh, they didn't give it back to us yet. Now, however, as sneaky as she is, uh, I'm married to uh, the real world's greatest detective, not uh, not Sherlock Holmes or not Bruce Wayne, not Batman. So. I was talking to Amber about it, and she's just like, oh, all you got to do is go on this website, and all the grades are posted. Oh. I'm like, oh, got posted literally three days ago, and she's telling me she didn't get it. <laughs> so, And she did too good on the French test. So, uh, Well, it's only French. so <laughs> Yeah, so, <laughs> so she, she hasn't played in like two or three days because we caught her. You know, Hey, kids will be kids. So, yeah. But anyway, that's how I, th- I you know, hey, you want to play that Pokemon game that I hear so much about you? Spend a little extra time studying. You got to work before you play. There you go. Yeah, when French, oh, man, I feel like I, I had is, French in like eighth grade. I, I absolutely hated it. <laughs> I was like, I yeah, will which, never use this. And so far, I've been out of high school many years. I have never went to France. so. What? Yeah, what killed my... I used to be on the honor roll until Street Fighter 2 came out. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, that's what I always blame it on. So, it is what it is. So, let's uh, let's move on to some comic stuff. So, you get a chance to, t- to see the Morbius trailer. I, I did not. I seen a picture, and it looked pretty cool. That's one of the characters, though, like, I'm not I'm not really interested in. Don't don't really care. But, like, I don't know. My friend watching it said it was really good. So, what did yeah. you say? Well, it was funny because I think it was I think it might have been the last podcast you were going over all the movies. I'm like, I know nothing about this Morbius movie. And then all of a sudden it was, it was canceled. like Tuesday or Wednesday it popped up on my feed and I texted you and I was like, hey, that Morbius uh, thing, uh, the trailer came out. So I guess it's going to happen. I watched it and my expectations were low because he's like a C-level Spider-Man. Yeah. And, I, and I understand I have to lower my expectations now just because how good the last Star Wars movie was, how good Captain Marvel was and how good the last two Avengers movies are. I, especially those last two Avengers movies, like, all right, nothing, there's no way anything's going to top that until they get to, like, the Fantastic Four stuff. Yeah. So I watched it, and I was like, I'm going to go see this movie on opening day. It looked really, really good. And then the last scene of the trailer was like, oh, my God. Now, do you, did you hear? I, I mean, it was kind of spoiled all over. Did you hear about the last scene of the trailer? Uh, was it, um, who was in it? J. Jonah Jameson? Someone was no. in it. No, I forget. Someone Michael, was in it. Michael Keaton. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And he's, because he's Vulture. He's the vulture. Yeah, he basically says what I guess Morbius is his real last name. Like I said, I know yeah, Michael about Michael Morbius. Morbius. I don't know much about it either. He, he, it yeah, they basically show him. He's basically walking by like a a jail cell or something. He goes, Michael Morbius. Yeah, I remember when I tried to do the nice guy thing. It didn't work out for me, and I landed up in here. And I'm like, oh man. And they even show like I think like 20 seconds in the trailer. There's uh he's like walking by somewhere, and there's a poster of Spider Man, and somebody spray painted a murder over it. Obviously from the the after credit scene from home are far from home oh. so it looks like that they're bridging the sony and marvel universe together that's cool or, as well or, as they should well, well technically sony owns um spider-man so like maybe it's just the spider-man universe are uniting you know what i mean like i don't i don't i don't see captain america well i was in captain america but captain marvel or anybody showing up like maybe they're building towards back some carnage or spider-verse or something yeah or clone saga or something yeah. so no it, it looked really good it's, it's only about two and a half minutes long so and you're snowed in tomorrow tonight. Definitely take a look at it. And I, I think you, I, I it looked, it looked super fun. 
I mean, I expect it to be dark just because Morbius is a, he's a dark character. Yeah, so I'm not expecting like him to go to like children's parties or anything like that. You know, hanging out with Krusty the Clown. But <laughs> I, I'm, I look good. I'm like, yep, I, I'm, I'm good. I probably go see it anyway because I always go see. I'm a sucker. I always go see those comic book movies in the theater, like the the opening yeah. day. So I'm like, oh, this actually looks really good. I'm definitely going to be first in line to go see it. Mm. Well, there you go. I, I, that's probably one that I, I might wait till. Uh... We still haven't seen Far From Home. No, yet, I so haven't. No, I, I don't. How about Joker? I don't did you go see? Did you see Joker? Yeah, I, I bought it. So I, I bought it uh, Thursday. Yes, yeah, so yesterday, and uh, I will watch that tomorrow. <laughs> Maybe tonight, okay. possibly. Yeah, cause I literally still have circled here in my podcasting notes that we need to talk about the alternate ending that was written but never got shot oh, for for Joker. Yeah, for the Joker. Oh, wow. yeah, yeah. We have to talk about this once once I watch it. Here. So you're gonna watch it, and I, we're gonna talk about it next week on the yes. air. Yes, yeah. Everyone says it's fantastic. That even though like the lady I bought at Walmart, she's like, "Oh, I've seen this one. Uh, it's really good." She's like, "My husband liked Joker too," and I was like, "Oh, wow." So, and she's like, "You know, yep. it's on Redbox." I'm like, "Yeah, but I buy the comic movies. I don't mind." Yeah, it's worth it. You'll thoroughly enjoy yeah. it. Um, I actually noticed when I was waiting for you to call. My notes for my the books I read this week, I left at home. What oh. usually happens is my comic shop, shout out to The Encounter in Allentown, Pennsylvania, they print out a list of the books that I got that week. Okay, that's, that's and then, cool. And, at the, and then at the bottom, they give me a coupon. It's just like you have five days to catch us in for 10% off a wall book or buy two pops, get one free every week. They do, they, you know, that's oh. your coupon. So what I do is I keep that page mm-hmm. and then I write down my, I give my grade and I write down my notes from that book. So oh, okay. now, however, that's the bad thing. The good thing was, I think I only had five, four or five books again this week. Oh, wow. Yeah, I didn't have much because, when, when, well, this week I didn't get my stuff. I know I looked and I was like, I don't have too much because uh, the DC's back to once a month finally. So we're like, oh, we got a break there. Yeah. So if it's okay with you, because on the top of my head, I'm going to try to remember my five books. Go ahead. Okay. So my book of the week was, I'm pretty sure I gave an A plus, was Terry Moore's Five Years. Okay. Uh, basically, Kachu goes to Russia. She gets pushed out of a window. They don't show who pushed her. So when she falls out of the window, she basically has a concussion and or she's passed out, knocked out, and she sees David. Now, you didn't read Strangers in Paradise, but David is her love, off-and-on love interest until she realizes she wants to be with um, with Francine. So oh, okay. So I thought that was it. And I was like, oh, man, I didn't see that coming. Then I looked at the cover, and it's her and David. I'm like, how did I, how did I miss that? Yeah. Avengers, it's basically the Avengers fighting every... Avengers was still an A, but it's like them fighting like every other C-level villain from the 90s. So it's just like... Living laser. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. it's just like uh, fight with the gladiator, fight with this person, fight with this person as they're they're building up for, uh, you know, Black Silver Surfer is in like the first half of of the comic and he's explaining about like all the new Herald and he's explaining about Starbrand. So they're basically just kind of just waiting for Starbrand to come because I think the villains are trying to kill... The lady that's pregnant with the new star brand, the Avengers are like, no, nobody should die. So that was really fun. Iron Man 2020 was like a C, wasn't good at all because it's an Arnold Stark book. And I read so much stuff that I don't want to be spending my Iron Man comic reading about Arnold Stark. But there's all these fake Tony AIs that are roaming around and they're all in the all different Iron Man costumes. And it's only, I think, I think it's a limited, like five or six. Yeah. So what I think I might do is I might just, you just Ronnie Munn? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah, Five or six, nine. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, I think what I might do is I might just let it pile up and just read it all in one shot. I don't want, you know, it's Dan's slot. So I'm assuming 
if they're teasing all these Tonys, that Tony's eventually going to come back. You, you would think he would have to, right? I mean, come on. The only DC book I got was Flash. Flash, that was another solid A that continues to be great. It's basically uh, King Cold is just he's trying to basically take over everything, and then Barry Allen snaps. And uh, he goes to a place that we haven't seen Barry Allen go in a long time. Oh, nice. And Barry Allen thinks because of where where his mind was while he's fighting King Cold, he thinks that he needs to be arrested. So hmm. I think that might be I it. See, I see Valkyrie came out. Did you read Valkyrie? Because I'm looking through. I oh my goodness, Dad! Books. That was great. Oh, that was great. I wrote like so many notes the, on that. On the that cover, Doctor Strange uh, and some people I don't know. Uh, what's yeah, the shock. It's basically, the all the other Valkyries. Yeah, they go. They basically uh, they have to cross like oh, I think the River of Death, and before they cross to pay the ferryman, they're all staring at this painting, and the painting basically shows them something really bad that happened in their past. They try to suppress in their memories. That, yeah, that was really good. That might be my book of the wow. week. I forgot. I knew yeah. that was another book. I, I have yeah, to. Yeah, I took the most, the most, the uh, most notes on that one, but I don't want to spoil it too, too much for you because I know that you did that. Yeah, I, I, I really enjoy Valkyrie too. So if I had to go pick that one up, I'm, I'm just checking here for my dynamite books. I, I use the Fresh Comics app, which is free, and you make your own pull list and get all your issues here. On the DC side, there was like not much at all. Flash, and then it's like I think that's it for me. I'm way down on my DC books. Yeah, Flash, that that's it. So, and then we got like two Marvel books. So this week was a real light week for me, and like one Dynamite book. So I think it's like four or five books I got. I think they said it's five weeks. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, like I, I think got, between that and I just been cutting down a lot of books. Yeah, me too. I got Vampiro Red Sonia, and that's really because I mean you can only read so much, and like you know, it's it's hard to keep up with. Like so, you know, when you weren't trying to read twenty books, it's just too hard. Yeah, I think I only have like five here. So that's crazy. I mean, but the, the only problem with this app is uh, when you like pull an issue for your pull list, let's say it's, it's, you pull Avengers, it also gives you all the variants. So it won't just say you have one issue. It says you have 15. You're like, what? And you look and it's, it's all the variants. It's like, oh. So I wish you could, there was a way to uh, not do that on this app. But other than that, it's, it's a free app. And you can you can only see what's coming out this week. You can go back two weeks and you go forward like six weeks. Wow. Yeah, so Fresh Comics are a great app. So I obviously I didn't get my books from this week, but I read three from last week. Well, one so a couple of weeks. So I'll just start with a Star One. I did read that, and I, I give this one an A. And it's basically Star recovers from almost dying at the hands of Captain Marvel. Which if you're reading that, just spoil that. But that's okay. And then Loki tries to get her the reality gem that's inside of her out, but can't, and says that she isn't ready for what. And what and who else will come for that gem? And then she tries to get Jessica Jones help, but Jessica Jones does not like her at all for because she's good friends with uh, Carol Danvers, aka Captain Marvel. And then uh, Scarlet Witch comes at the end, so I was like, "Oh, this is really good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna follow it." Star, I thought was really good. It's Kelly Thompson writing. I forget who does the art, but the art was was good too. And it's only like five issues. Um, Elvira issue eleven. I think there's one more, and then this this series stops, and we're gonna do it in our mini. I give this one a B plus. It was good, but it was real quick. Um, that was written by David Avalone and art by David Costa. Elvira goes back to rescue the sole survivor, who's the 90s uh, vigilante guy, and she frees him. But the, the colonoids who are the bad guys manage to somehow summon a demon who happens to be Vlad Impaler, who was like the, the very first villain in the, in the first like two issues. It was, it was good, but it was real quick, so B plus for that. And then uh, this would be my, I only read like three books, my, my book of last week, and that would be Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles issue 100. This is art and... Uh, uh, Writing by Sophie Campbell. I get this one A+. Plus. This is uh, following the fallout of the city at war where Splinter died, so the turtles are all disheveled, and they're, they're 
they don't know what to do with it about coping with the death of Splinter. And it's how does he die? Um, he sacrifices his life to bring back Shredder because Shredder's in hell and he died because uh, it's Shredder's wife like is trying to summon a de- uh, big dragon to destroy New York. Another way to stop it is like sacrifice the life for life. And then and then Shredder comes back, but he's not Shredder. Either. He's going to be a Rokusaki. He's going to be a good guy. Although he was not in this at all. And that's how Shredder or Splinter dies. So he sacrifices himself. But then when Splinter dies, he turns back into a human and he's in heaven or whatever. And he sees his wife and she's like, come, come home. You're finally here. So he's like, oh, everything won't be bad. But the turtles are all like devastated by it. So um, they're all they're all split apart. Raphael is like a vigilante. And he like just he's the first one to leave. And, and they, I forget what the name he goes by. I think he's just the turtle or something. He has this little uh, dinosaur pet. And then, like, April's just real buried into her work and her house is all messy. Uh, and and leading, or Donatello's, like, writing all this down, like, tell, like writing a diary, basically, to say what's going on. And Michelangelo's all, like, upset and depressed, and he has this cat, and he just hangs out with the cat all day. And then Leonardo just put all his time into this greenhouse and growing plants. And then the, the fifth turtle, the new girl, uh, Jenica, she, is, uh, she was a human that was turned into a mutant because this bomb went off in New York, and, like, all the humans turned into mutants, so she just feels like she doesn't belong as much with the turtles, which, like, she's trying to get them back together but she's like oh, i don't know them as well as like they know each other i feel like an outcast so like there's a this um a shelter because they, they new york walled off the part of the uh the city that was the mutant bomb went off so all the mutants have to live in this mutant town and like this one wolf named Al- alopex like a bunch of characters that i'm just meeting the first time he's running a shelter and then like jenica's there and gonna work for him to help him out the the humans that turned into mutants and they find this this new lizard girl named mona lisa and then she gets attacked she's trying to bring food and then basically, she's uh, Jenica saves her, and then the, the new bad guys come. It's a big porcupine guy, and he's like shooting uh, his quills at Jenica, and that's how it ends. But it's kind of like building, like, oh, we need we need heroes for this town. Who are we gonna get? And then you know, obviously the turtles will reform. But it, it's really good. So I get that one A plus, and the art is really good. Like this Sophie Campbell, she did the Gem comic, and this art is like totally different. Like that was all like real colorful and um, kind of more cartoony. This is more like a gritty style. So. If you're not reading the turtles, perfect, perfect jumping on board issue 101. There you go, yeah. folks. And that's that's all I read here because I didn't get time to read too much. But uh, I seen the the Empire. You know that new event that's coming out where it's like the Avengers and Fantastic Four versus the Scrolls and the Kree. Yes. Okay, so they're doing two first issues, but they're actually going to be zero issues, and one's going to be Avengers Zero and then Fantastic Four Zero, and they go like side by side, like they're back to back fighting the Kree and Scrolls respectively. So they're going to come out. It's uh, two one-shots, and Jim Chung does the art. So the art, I'm looking at the art right now. Yes, it looks he awesome. did uh, Avengers vs. X-Men. Yes. What he's known for. So they're both going to come out in April, and that's going to start the Empire event. Now, just seeing the covers, I'm like, wow, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get these. I think the, a couple of people are right. I think it's Dan Slott and, oh, yeah, here we go. Dan Slott, R.B. Silva. And is he right? But they're doing both. And then Al Ewing and Pepe Lawrence is doing the other one. So there you go. So both. Al Ewing on one book and Dan Slott on the other. I'm, I'm going to pick them both up. And they're both one-shots, and they lead into the, the main Empire book, then, which I'm assuming is just called Empire. And then i seen, uh, I haven't got Catwoman in a while, but new creative team on Catwoman. But I don't, I know the artist, Anique, she did that uh, Red Sonia run with uh, Marguerite Bennett writing. She's sure. really good. But Paula Sven, Sevenberger? Sevenbergen. Never heard of her. And she's nope. taken over on uh, Catwoman. Catwoman. I don't know, uh, Joelle Jones' art is really good, but her writing, like, sometimes it's good, but, like, I don't know, it was, wasn't must-reads, so that's why I dropped Catwoman a couple issues ago. But looking at the art here, I mean, it, it looks fantastic. So I don't, maybe I'll check it out, but, I mean, when you get so many books, it's like, yeah. Oh, va- va- uh, varying, them, a cover done by Emanuele Lupicino, so there you go. 
That's Catwoman. What issue is that here? For anyone, uh, twenty-two. I'm, I'm looking, and then did you see the X Men, the the old trade? God loves man kills is coming back out. But really? it's, it's going to be two issues, and then it reunites Claremont and Anderson for a new story. Is going to be in it too. So you get the original Whoa. one. Yeah, and they they redid the cover art, kind of like you know an updated one, recolored and everything like that. And it originally came out in 1982 as a graphic novel when Marvel did like. They did graphic novels and they numbered them. So it's like, there's Marvel graphic novel number five, and it's X-Men, and it's God Love Man Kills. I've never read it, but I heard it's really good. And they said it was adapted for the plot for X-Men 2, the movie X-Men 2. So yep. I'm going to definitely pick this up when it comes out. I think it comes out in April. It's going to be two. It's the two-issue director's cut. So it's called X-Men, God Loves Man Kills, extended cut, director's cut, whatever you want to do. But I'm curious to see what that new story is by uh, Claremont. And I was like, there you oh, go, folks. Yeah. I don't. I didn't see too much other comic news. Kind of, kind of light here. Just seen that. Then there's uh, like apparently some Saturday Night Live uh, guy is gonna write Empire Spider Man issue. T- Taran Killam. I have no idea. I haven't watched that. I really don't watch. Yeah. I, yeah, it's too late for me. I'm too old for that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was. I used to watch on Hulu here, or there, but it's still, it's like eh, I don't really watch that. Um, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina uh, Season 3 is coming out. The trailer for that. I didn't watch that yet, but it's cool that Season 3 is coming out. And I think that's really it. I didn't, there's not much uh, comic news. I didn't see. I seen there's a pop of uh, when Tony Stark has the uh, Infinity Gauntlet coming out where he's all beat up. When he does, when he's right about to do a snap. Did you see that pop? Yeah, that's out now? Yeah, yeah. Or it's coming out. Let me click on that real quick. That's a, that's a, that's a sweet one. Funko and Diamond Distributors. And, of course, I texted you the, the Iron Man and Eddie Pops. I think they're out or coming out real soon. I, I want to get all those. Oh, this one is uh, I, it's called I Am Iron Man because that's what he says. Glow in the dark. His, uh, the gauntlet glows and his uh, his symbol in the middle glows. Looks like a sweet pop. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, $14.99. Blah, 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 March 25th. I'm going to see my shop. Not bad for 15 bucks. Yeah. yeah I'm going to see my shop and get that because it's really sweet looking. His blood coming down. His eye, just like the exact scene. You know, his armor's all messed up. So that's a that's a sweet pop. That, that's about it for comic news. I found I didn't really see anything. Well, there was uh, kind of some comic news that happened on Tuesday. They CW the DCW finished Crisis on Infinite Earths. Oh Earth. yes, that's right. I did see the the big spoiler, so you can just talk about it. So what had happened is, is I thought they were going to do now. They did the first three. They did episodes one, two, and three. Mm-hmm. You know, back to back to back, and they did four and five on the same night. So like nine to eight to ten. I'm like, oh man, I don't know if I can stay up that late. Yeah. So I stayed up as late as I could. I think I not. I fell asleep with like twenty minutes left to go, and then I watched it the, the next the next day. So and I had to rewind it because Amber was shouting. She was cooking. She was shouting something for me, and I told her that I couldn't. She she was cooking and she needed help with something. And I'm like, they just showed Oa. She said, I don't know who that is. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyway, so basically what happened is at the end of episode three. Well, at the end of episode one, Oliver Queen gets killed. He gets brought back to the Lazarus pit. At the end of episode three, he basically becomes the new Spectre. So he basically shows, now they realize that uh, they go to the vanishing point. So it's Barry, it was supposed to be uh, Superman. What happened is Lex Luthor got both the uh, Destiny, he wrote his name over Superman. So Lex Luthor wants total world domination on this new, he wants to kill the anti-modern. He basically wants to uh, hold the anti-matter universe. At the same time, the heroes need Lex's help because he's a genius to help take uh, take down the anti-monitor. So what they realize is, the, uh, is they find out that the monitor went back in time to go to the beginning of like the very first day that any of the earth, uh, that the multiverse was was open and that's when the anti-monitor opened up the anti-matter universe and this whole entire time the monitor's been keeping him out 
So they figured, let's go back to the first day and just, you know, just eat, kill the anti-monitor. This way he won't exist. So Barry keeps running in the speed force and he's like, it's there. I just can't get there. Mm. So then the spec that, so then Oliver Queen as the specter comes up, comes up and he said, yes, Barry, he's like that, it, that the speed force is the way to go back in time to the very first day that the, that the anti, uh, that the, the multiverse was, was born, but you need my help. So he basically just touches them on the head and he gives them the specter's power to go do it. They go, they go back. Of course, Lex, uh, turns on Supergirl, of course, you know, we've all seen that, you know, basically we all saw that coming. So he tries to make a deal with the monitor that, Hey, I'll help you, but you know, I, I want my own world or this or that. There was no psycho pirate, which hmm. to me didn't make any sense. Cause the psycho pirate was basically the anti monitors like Harold. Yeah, like last and that ever. at the end of the last crossover, uh, the elseworld stories that, that was like basically the bridge in a Christ on infinite earths is they show the psycho pirate in, in jail so they uh so it's just like and then he basically says the phrase that begins christ on infinite earths as they go out as it basically went off the air so there's no psycho pirate but they did show a whole bunch of things at the very end obviously of course oliver sacrificed himself as the specter to take out the uh the monitor and then are basically to blow up the antimatter universe so then the monitor basically does what they should have done in x-men apocalypse he becomes huge he, I'm like, that's exactly what they should have done in X-Men Apocalypse. Like, the way that he grew, he yeah. looked like, like Apocalypse. Like, he looked great. So, of course, all the heroes are fighting them. They realize that the the, uh, the Adam and Dr. Cho, who basically be, will become the new Adam, he was actually the second person to don the Adam outfit. I think Brandon Ralph is going to go do, like, regular movies. So, they come up with uh, this little uh, bomb that if they throw it at the monitor, he will shrink. So, that's exactly what they do. And uh, that's basically how they beat him, and they dish, they just show all the uh, they uh, everything becomes now one Earth. It's just Earth Prime now, which we figure was going to happen. It's what they did in Crisis, and it's actually funny because in the beginning of Episode Five, the last episode, is they show like the Flash is running. He's like, Kara, what are you doing here? And she's like, well, No, what are you doing here? Like, what are all these super? Don't you have your own Earth? Don't you have your own Earth? And then they take out like some random villains, and a guy all of a sudden you hear this voice going. Hey, Supergirl. Hey, Flash. He's like, I've been, I've been a big fan of both of yours for years. Can you sign this picture for me? And turn around, it's Marv Wolfman. Oh. He's like, they're like, oh, who do we make this out to? They're like, oh, make it out to Marv. He's just like, he's like, here. So he's like, when did you take this picture? He's like, five years ago. And he's like, really? He goes, how long have we been on the same Earth? He's like, forever. You guys have been teaming up for forever. So you realize now it's all basically one Earth. And then when they fight the Monitor on the final fight scene, it's uh, on Perez Pier. So oh, obviously nice. George Perez, Marv yeah. Wolfman. They, they were the uh, the storytellers in Crisis on Infinite Earths. So at the very end, when they win, they show all these different Earths. So they show the Doom Patrol. They show Swamp Thing. They show Oa with the lanterns flying around. And then they, they showed a couple other things. Um, they showed Stargirl, which I think that's going to debut, I think. Soon, this year. Yeah, I think in the summer, the fall. Yeah. I forget. They, so they, they basically show all these, all these cool little Easter eggs. I'm like, oh, man, that's pretty cool. Uh, at the very end, they Barry reveals like a Justice League table that they all oh, nice. sit at, like the su- Superman, Supergirl. They leave a chair open for Oliver Queen because obviously you know he's actually he basically dies twice in this whole thing. So, and I think they're gonna do one more episode of Arrow to wrap basically kind of wrap everything yeah. up, and then I know uh, that show is done. So, all of all, I thought it was a great, it was a great crossover. That's awesome. Yeah, and of course, movie flashes in it. That's right. Yeah, you know flash. what? When they they show him going, there's so much stuff. To I don't know his I, name, but with the guy's name, so. Ezra Miller. When they're yeah, showing okay. him, I'm like, who's that? And then I was like, I kind of had it took me a second to figure it out. I'm like, oh, and he's in the yeah Ezra Miller, and he's in the 
he's in the Flash movie outfit where it's like basically like a shinier armor. Yeah, so Flash meets Flash, which is pretty cool. Cause I like the whole idea is every DC show that ever existed is part of that world as, as a multiple uh, variant Earth. Earth 2 or 5 or 28, you know, which is a really yeah. good idea. I like how they did that. Yeah, they basically tied everything in. So I thought that, that I thought it was really, really good. If you get a chance, I think it's all on the CW app. It'll oh, probably nice. take you to see five episodes, less commercials, maybe about four and a half yeah, hours. Maybe, to get through, to, yeah, maybe, maybe watch that tomorrow, especially if it's snowing. I'm not doing anything. Yeah, and once you get about a half an hour into the first episode, you, you'll be hooked. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, them shows are, are pretty good for the most part. Now, they did show somebody getting out of a cage, and they had the person's last name. And I forgot to look it up, and I think that might be the Psycho Pirate's real name now that I think about it. I'm like, I need to look that up because I was so like, oh, my God, they showed Oa. And then, like, 20 seconds later, like, they showed, like, this person that got out of, like, it said, like, Star Labs uh, okay. security. And they showed the cage was, like, broken through and had the person's last name on it. I do have to look that up. Do you remember what the last name was offhand? No. Oh. For some reason, I want to think Steel, but I don't think that oh, was it. But I forget what the Steel. Psycho Pirate's real name is. I'll have to yeah, I'll look up the, the what, what happened on Christ and Infinite Earth. Maybe I'll put it on YouTube and listen, and listen to it later oh, yeah. on my... On my travels. This is probably a whole video of people breaking it down and everything. Oh, wow. Yeah. Bre- breaking news. We, we said it here. Supercard of Honor, April 4th. Kenta has been announced as official. Wow. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. And it said, if only, if only if Brian Danielson was still around. Oh, but, yeah. man. Well, we just well, said that about, 20 yeah. minutes ago. Yeah, so Kenta's there. Man, What they're loading this up. Sure is, sure is. That'll be in Florida, I, and that I wonder if they can put that on pay per view. If that's just going to be on because <coughs> then I'll be able to watch that on fight on that day, depending on depending I think, on how uh, bookings go. I think now they have to kind of put it on a fight, even if it's not a pay per view. But I, I'm thinking it's going to be a pay per view because it's, it's Saturday, April fourth. So I, I, it has to be a pay per view, or, or at least on the the ROH uh, streaming app or, or on fight. Oh, or both. On our club, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. that's awesome. So there we go, Kenta, and now. The last one, I would assume. Do you think they get Okada Tanahashi on this? I think so. I, I think you're flying all those people over. Yeah. But I mean, obviously, I mean, you still have. I mean, geez, WrestleMania season's coming up, and, yeah. and WrestleMania last year was the first week of April. This, I think, is the third April. week of March. No, this is yeah, April. We're... April fourth is uh. Oh. Well, well, when is WrestleMania? I guess it's it'd be April fifth, right? Because if April. Oh, is it? Well, is, is Supercard of Honor the day before WrestleMania? I thought WrestleMania was three twenty-six. Oh, let me see here. I, I always thought Supercard was before. Let me let me look it up. I'm not sure. Look it up there, sir. Wrestle King? No, we don't want that. I mean, it was great. Well, we do want yeah. that. <laughs> WrestleMania. Okay, here we go. That should be the first thing that comes up here. WrestleMania. WrestleMania thirty-six. Thirty-six. I thought it was three twenty-six. Yeah, maybe it is. Hold on, it's it's, it's popping up. When is it? When is it? It is April 5th. Oh, you were yeah, right, so, sir. So Supercard of Honor is the day before WrestleMania 36. I'm kind of looking more forward to uh, Supercard of Honor now. But, uh, yeah, WrestleMania 36 is April 5th. So that makes sense. Because I thought they always did Supercard of Honor, like, the Friday or Saturday before WrestleMania. Yeah, always loaded shows as well. And I know they're doing Blood, Josh Barnett's Blood Sport, where they're doing um, Barnett and Moxley, which they were trying to yeah. do a couple months ago, but yeah. Moxley had that. Yeah, uh, the staff infection. But, yeah, they, so this is going to be... A hell of a show. Sure sounds like it, sir. Yeah, definitely. All right. Is there anything else you want to go over? Are you ready to uh, do the top five and wrap this bad boy up? Uh, I, I think that's about it for, for now. We went over a lot, and then breaking news right at the end there. <laughs> so There it is. Yeah, going. and then next week we you can uh, basically preview the NWA show, and then yes. we'll, we can, we'll tackle the uh, two WWE shows, the NXT show and the 
the Royal Rumble, which I still have no idea who's winning, which is good. But okay, yeah, top five either. is always there. It is your segment, so you get to pick who goes first. I, yeah, you start because I think I start last time. I would do something different. Usually, we talk about wrestling, we talk about uh, heavy metal, we talk about music, we talk about comics. I'm gonna do something a little different, sir. Okay. If you were over my house and I said, Andy Hatter, I want to make you a sandwich, mm. and I had everything possible to make you a sandwich. Now the bread doesn't count. Okay. Name five things you would want on the sandwich. Oh, jeez. Well, then condom, and you can have condiments. Would obviously like dressing would count as one. Okay. Okay, so let's start with the spicy mustard. I was going to say bread. I like rye bread. That's my favorite. So spicy mustard. Uh, I like Swiss cheese. I mean, I like a lot of cheese. I don't know. So that would be two. And then for, for, for meat, uh, I love hard salami. So let's say hard salami. And then we're going to go real close. Cooked salami. And then, there you go. And then I'll, I'll round off with the, with the sliced pickles, but they have to be uh, the uh, dill pickle, not bread and butter, because I don't like the sweet pickles. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. I do like sandwiches, I got to say. I'm a big fan of sandwiches. So I would go with Italian dressing, lettuce, tomato, uh, caramel olives, a whole Ooh. lot of those. And I obviously need a meat. I usually sometimes double up on the meat, but uh, just for protein sake, let's say turkey. Oh, there you go. And there's, there's many good kinds of turkeys. Like you get the uh, the bacon lover's turkey. It has a little bit of bacon on it and then all the roasted ones and stuff. So. I hate sandwiches. Are really I was thinking about stopping at the one deli today. I was like, oh, man. Now you're going to want a sandwich. Yeah, now you're like, I want a sandwich. <laughs> so, yeah. So, Mayan, I, I'm, I'm staying on the wrestling thing. So, if you could pick any five people that are currently wrestling to be in the Royal Rumble, who would you like to see in? Obviously, you're not going to be like, well, uh, Finn Balor, you know, people that aren't on WWE. So, five people on the NXT roster. No, and on, on, anywhere in the world. That you'd like to see in the Royal Rumble, and they're just in the Royal Rumble. They, they don't have to be signed to WWE. So if you want, if you want Royal. to see Kenta, you can say Kenta. Okay, I'm going to say Kenta. I would say Keith Lee. Cause I think oh yes. And then you know what? I'm going to do old school. Remember how years ago they would always bring back like one one legend? Yes. Here and there, I'm going to do three. Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Ooh. Gotta have him in there. Uh, Jake the Snake. Oh, okay. Yeah, he and, to probably do it. And just because he was a huge topic of our podcast last week and he's he's trying to make money on ebay the honky tonk man. <laughs> man coming out oh my god can you imagine hey you, you never know so i'm gonna go all, all all new guys who would i like to see how about kenny omega then we gotta say kazuchika okada then i'm gonna go with hiroshi tanahashi and then i'm gonna go with for a spectacle pco and then finally let's see what uh darby allen could do in the world Rumble because he probably do something pretty entertaining yeah, now that John Morrison's back, you're going to see Morrison yeah. and Kofi Kingston both trying to outdo each other on crazy non-eliminations. Yeah, they have to get eliminated like right around each other so they're both like playing off each other, not getting eliminated. Yeah, because they both have the same gimmick there. <laughs> yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Well, how about that? There All right, go. sir, um, I'll, I guess we'll close it out. Guys, you want to get a hold of me, talk to me on the old Facebook and the old Twitter or the Instagram and the Twitter. Just look up Matt uh, Turner. If you guys are looking to get in some uh, awesome supplements, just go on 5percentnutrition.com. Type in M Turner, save yourself a couple bucks in the back end. I know Trajan Horn is looking for some nighttime amino acids. I sent him the uh, the right way and saved him some money on the back end. So if you want to be like all the cool kids, like Trajan Horn, like Matt Turner, Andy Hatter, I'm going to get you on some 5% nutrition. Yeah. Maybe I'll do for Valentine's Day. I'll send you <laughs> comics. I'll send you some, some branch chain amino acids. So there, there you go. go. All right, sir. Tag you in. Why don't you uh, wrap, up, right, wrap up number 85? Want to find me on Facebook and or the Instagram. Just search for my name, Andy Hedder. And then... Uh, 
give a shout out to my my other podcast that we're part of uh trailer tag wrestling we interviewed the guy for uh one of the creators of retro mania wrestling last night which is uh really yeah with that, that new wrestling game that's coming out we interviewed him about uh about what's in the game and like how, how it's gonna work and everything he was really cool his name is mike and uh he said that the game would come out he's looking for hopefully bef- uh spring of this year so in a couple months but he was talking all about it and he said he has a uh, some two two big names yet to announce. Like they're doing the Indomania thing where they picked a one independent wrestler, but then uh, he said he was like he was talking like Dave Lagana and stuff. So he said there's uh, some surprising. We asked about DLC. And he's like there's some DLC planned, and I was like, oh, well, maybe NWA. We're trying to get stuff out without you know being blatant. But he, he was a really cool guy. And he talked about WrestleMania wrestling. So if you want to hear that, just uh, type in uh, Tornado Tag Podcast on anywhere you get podcasts, and you listen to the uh, yesterday's yesterday's episode where we interviewed him all about. Uh, WrestleMania wrestling, and then we talked uh, the, the news and stuff, kind of like what we did here. So that that's about it. And then you know we got the show was canceled, so don't go see Backbreakers. You're gonna go out tomorrow, Mayfield. Don't go out anywhere tomorrow, guys. Yeah. Be safe if you live in the Pennsylvania, New Jersey, New York. Yeah, area. stay home and just uh, shovel your snow, and then uh, you can catch us next week at our different shows. But until then, dramatic pause. We will see you next time.